Hey everybody and welcome to the Feminization Boudoir Podcast from Candy Apple Press. I'm your host Kylie Gable and this particular episode of the podcast almost did not come off today. It was supposed to be Trial of a Feminizer, which is an awesome audio. I think it's Jen Davis's favorite one that she's done for me. But um, the way it works with these audios is uh, I share credit. I let the people who narrate for me put them up and sell them on their sites. And I put them up and sell them on mine. And Jen and I are having an error because of the fact that we have duplicate clips. Now, this has never happened before. And I'm wondering if this is because this audio is like slightly over an hour and most of the other ones are around 45 minutes. It could be that. But in any event, I remembered um, that, you know, Raina had just submitted an audio to me yesterday that I really hadn't had a chance to listen to much, but it sounds great. And I've kind of given it a quick listen and I really like it. And so please, if you find any mistakes or something, let me know. But I think she did a great job on it. And it's a story I didn't write too long ago, so I know it pretty well. It's called Turnabout. And uh, it's about a chauvinist husband who kind of gets a comeuppance when his wife's old uh, college friend comes visiting. So, without further ado, here's Raina Means Queen with Turnabout. Kevin got in just as Madison walked out of the guest room with Katie, now out of her red dress and in a pair of jeans and a fitted sweater. He accepted her handshake in a languid manner that he somehow managed to make both welcoming and uninterested. Madison, Katie has told me a lot about you, although I don't think we've ever met, have we? Uh, not really. I couldn't make it to the wedding because I was literally on the opposite side of the planet, and when I finally did come back, hello, quarantine, she recalled. Katie shook her head fondly before giving him a welcome hug and taking his file bag from him. Is dinner ready? I forgot your friend would be coming over. Otherwise, I would have been a little earlier. It's all right. I started it before she arrived. Did you have a good day? Did anything interesting happen? No, nothing of interest to you. I just want to take a shower and have dinner and leave you ladies to your fun. He led the way upstairs and left Katie to follow dutifully with his file bag. Madison's brows raised quizzically in time with the sides of her lips, watching husband and wife make their way upstairs. She heard a door close and muted voices. She took a walk around the sitting room looking and touching and observing. And she got something fundamental from observing people. She wouldn't have been a psychologist with published books if she didn't. Sitting was literally smack dab in her job description. They were happy together, yes. But this wasn't the Katie she knew in high school. Yes, she was never really the crazy type, but... It was odd seeing her in this environment she had made for herself. A housewife, almost completely docile partner, and adoringly besotted, self-appointed interior decorator, 
and considering Katie had always been a semi-neat freak, Madison was sure the spick-and-span nature of the house was all her doing. Things people might see as something sweet, but Madison felt the opposite. To Madison, it looked more like servitude than sweetness. There is no way in fucking hell she will let her pledge sister be treated like that. Omega Chi Kappa didn't educate their girls like this, and she was going to make Katie remember that. Dinner was amazing, honey, but I've had such a short, exhausting day, so I'm going to turn in for the night. He didn't have to explain himself. He never felt his wife needed explanations, but he tried to be civil in front of a stranger. He stood up and leaned down to kiss Katie on the cheek. You ladies, have fun. Stay a while. I have this amazing bottle. Or bottles, she giggled a bit, of wine. You drink wine, don't you, Kevin? He seemed like he was about to answer. She didn't give him a chance as she pushed on. I mean, I think it's only fair I know something about my oldest, closest friend's husband. Let's hang out and talk. I insist. His eyes flashed as Madison looked him square in the eye, unperturbed by the annoyance she knew was bubbling underneath. Kevin wasn't necessarily a macho man, but she had come into his space, and he didn't quite like that. He cut Katie off as she tried to dissipate the situation. I guess you're right, agreed Kevin. I'm off work tomorrow, and I couldn't pass up a good wine. Awesome. I'm going to get them from my bag. Just hold on. She sprinted down to the guest room, leaving the couple alone. I'm sorry about how she's... He held up his hand to silence her. She's leaving tomorrow, isn't she? Yes, said Katie sheepishly. Then that's all that's important. You should clear the table. He walked to the sitting area and sat on the sofa, looked very bored, but less annoyed than he had been. Katie noticed. She sighed and cleared away the dishes and was about to start cleaning up when Madison's head popped in through the door. What are you doing? Uh, the dishes, replied Katie, annoyed at the ridiculousness of the question. Her friend waved her off. She showed both hands holding bottles of wine. Forget about that. All we need are glasses and a cork opener. You got those, right? Or did your husband actually ban wine? Katie knew she was joking, yet still felt quite uncomfortable with the teasing. Madison didn't mean any harm by it, but it didn't make the situation better. Suddenly, she had an insight, or at least... She was trying to, and she couldn't help herself asking low enough just for Madison to hear. What are you up to? Madison winked, answered, liberation, my darling. She pulled her head back and called out from the other side of the door, possibly the living room, because she wasn't standing just outside anymore. Don't forget the glasses and the corkscrew. Kevin had loosened up a bit, and even laughed at a few of Madison's jokes 
and she had tons of jokes to tell. Katie was seated on the love seat with Madison beside her. They were on their third bottle that Madison had, surprisingly, brought from her bag. Another sat unopened. Kevin had let it slip. He had the good stuff, and Madison had insisted, as she seemed to demand everything, that he bring it out. But Katie was so giggly, Madison didn't think there was a need for the fourth bottle. (laughs) What did you say, Kevin asked her? Madison took a sip of her wine and repeated, I said, we should play a game. Kevin shook his head. I'm not exactly fond of those. I've been told I get too competitive. Oh, come on. I promise my female pride will still be intact. Besides, you might have more to lose than me. Who said anything about me losing, said Kevin. Katie could see his competitive side coming out. I highly doubt that would happen. Madison turned to Katie, speaking slyly. I think he's definitely scared I'll win. She looked back at him. Right? He sighed and adjusted to his seat that he had been ready to vacate. If you say so, what's the game? Wrestling. Her voice was sure and unwavering. Husband and wife looked at each other and at her. As Kevin laughed deeply for the first time all night, Katie began to speak. Hmm, Madison, I think that maybe you had too much to drink. She wasn't mean or degrading, but like her husband, she felt like laughing. I should probably get you to bed. Nah, nah, it's super easy. You should be jumping at this opportunity, Kevin, unless you think you're not going to win. Now, that would be very awkward, teased Madison. And what are you going to gain from this? Asked Kevin, raising his eyebrow. Do you want to go for 20 bucks? Madison laughed easily. Psh, no way. I'm actually paid quite well. So unless I was trying to bankrupt you, I wouldn't do that. No. She pinched Katie's cheek. I'm just bored and... We're going to have to make a deal. Kevin was irritated at the way Madison reminded everybody that she made considerably more than he did. But he was also curious. So he gave a non-committal shrug of his shoulders. It's only fair. I'm serious. No chickening out. We made a deal that whoever loses has to do whatever the winner asks. That's it? Pretty easy especially since I've got the physical strength. That's not even being cocky, but I wouldn't take responsibility if you found yourself injured. You'd have to do anything I said, even leaving. Kevin, Katie snapped. No, I think we can end this charade of forced hospitality. I wholesomely agree with everything Kevin just said. Easy peasy. So are you in? tough guy. You cannot back out once you've said yes. It wouldn't work like that. He chuckled, shook his head, and stretched his arm out. If you really want to, that is fine by me. 
We're even going to shake on it if it would make you feel better. It's either that or we can go get a lawyer to write up a contract. Madison grinned and shook his hand. She looked at the both of them and said aloud, Awesome. Just for the record, Katie is a witness. Madison looked at her friend to affirm. Katie shook her head before raising a glass in support and saying, Sure, I'm a witness. Knock yourself out. Trust me, sister, this is for you. Madison promised before moving over to the coffee table and pushing it aside with Kevin's help. She stretched and advised him to do the same. And after he was done pulling his sleeves up to his elbow, Madison declared, The first one whose back touches the floor loses. We'll do three out of five, to be fair. Kevin chuckled. Katie looked skeptical, but interested. Madison held the disposition of a quiet mouse. It happened so suddenly, they had little time to process it. Madison had won two out of three, and they couldn't prove that the match he won, the second one, was out of generosity of wanting to calm his bruised ego. Neither Kevin nor Katie knew that Madison had a black belt in mixed martial arts, which meant she had handled more brutal guys than Kevin. As she won the third time, Katie felt the laughter bubbling beneath her and let it out. It increased and dimmed with her eyes as Madison pulled out what appeared to be a pair of stockings. I borrowed these from your closet, Madison admitted. It was, in fact, stockings. Katie's, to be accurate. She tied Kevin's hands behind his back despite his protest. Hey, what are you doing? Let me go, he demanded. I'm doing whatever I want to. That was the deal. Remember? asked Madison, rhetorically, as she nodded off his wrist behind his back and moved onto his ankles. When I ripped these flimsy stockings off of me, I'm going to personally throw you out, grunted Kevin. You're not going anywhere. And even if you could get loose, I just kicked your ass wrestling. Remember? asked Madison as she bound her captive's wrists to his ankles tightly in a hog tie. <laughs> uh, Madison, what's going on? Katie asked worriedly, getting up from her seat. Everything from her posture and countenance screamed her total confusion. Liberation, my dear, she said with a wink. I do believe you might have had this coming for a while. One thing I completely abhor is a modern slave runner like Kevin here. No offense, she added, looking at Katie, who simply stood very much confused. Kevin was completely irate. His neck and face reddened in anger and embarrassment at his helplessness. I'm going to sue the hell out of you for this. You better let me go, Madison. He reminded the ladies of a caught fish struggling for water. All in all, Katie would admit inside that he looked ridiculous and she might not be wanting to let him free just yet. There was something a little satisfying about seeing him like that. You see, it's an attitude like this that has got you here to this moment. And remember, 
you're supposed to do anything I say. So I don't think this makes it any different. We haven't gotten to the best parts yet. She looks at Katie. You are his wife and not some property. I know, whimpered Katie in a very soft voice. She stood up from the position she had been sitting on the floor after tying him up. What does Rule 5 of Omega Chi Kappa say? Katie blinked and stammered. Uh, don't let anyone push you around unless you're into that. It seemed ridiculous when anyone outside of the Greek house heard it, but it was something the sisters took with utmost seriousness, and it helped that they did. So unless you're totally into the idea of being a freaking maid in your own house, I suggest we re-educate your dearly devoted here. Madison pointed to Kevin, who was redder than a beet. What do you mean? Do not listen to her. She's crazy, Kevin yelled. Shut up before I stuff something in your mouth, sang Madison sweetly even though the words were anything but, she turned to Katie. So, are you going to do what you have to? Katie nodded, afraid of her own voice as her heart hammered in her chest, in a bit of fear and, dare she say, excitement? I'm not really sure what I'm supposed to be doing. Madison's smile was bright. Good. First, we have to get ourselves a little leverage and we'll go from there and that begins with taking his clothes off what katie's eyes widened yeah you heard me right insisted madison taking katie's hand and pulled her down to the guest room if she was tempted to let kevin go she thought moving to another room might help as she pulled the sexy french maid outfit out from her bag Katie threw her a questioning look followed by an actual question. Why do you have this? I got it for something special, so this is a loan. A loan? For who? This isn't going to look good on me. Firstly, shut up because you know it would. Secondly, this is for Kevin. Her friend's mouth opened in shock. Yeah, and it works two ways. He's going to be our personal maid tonight, and we're going to take pictures of him in this in case he tries to do anything funny. And no, I don't see it as blackmail, as he agreed to forfeit before we wrestled. She rushed out as Katie started to say something. I think your biggest problem is your conscience. (laughs) They got back out and stripped into his underwear with a pair of scissors cutting his clothes off him because they couldn't take the risk of letting him go free. Fortunately, Madison had been prepared for exactly this possibility as the maid outfit and bra were strapless and didn't require being pulled over his arms so his hands could stay secured behind his back. Madison and Katie pulled him upright to a sitting position and took various photos of him dressed in the French maid's outfit and made fun of his fruitless efforts to hide his face. Now, I don't think you're confused about why we took the pictures. I'm going to let you go, 
and you're going to do nothing but look pretty in this absolutely fabulous outfit I picked for you and do what we say exactly as we want you to. Otherwise, those pictures will find their way into everywhere they can reach. And I think by now, you know that I just might do it. So no funny business, said Madison. Her hand rested on the knot of the binds that held him in place. Looking up at Katie, who stood in front of Kevin, she tousled his hair before reminding him, I have a feeling you wouldn't want people you work with to see you like this. But hey, if I'm wrong, feel free to go out on a limb. <laughs> she loosened the knots easily, so much so that Katie couldn't help but wonder where her old friend became such an expert with bondage. After a few sips of whiskey, Katie found a bit of courage to stand there and not care about the dirty looks her husband gave her. It was hard to stand up for herself, but somehow Madison had broken a small crack in the dam, and now a raging torrent of empowerment sprung forth. First, I need a nice warm towel foot massage. I've been on my feet all day, cleaning, washing, and cooking, just like I've been for the past six years, and I think it's overdue. She spared a look at Madison, who nodded in approval. I expect it in the next ten minutes. Chop, chop. Don't keep the lady waiting, Madison shooed him away. As he walked towards the stairs, she called out to him, Oh, and after that, put together a plate of cookies and two glasses of warm milk for us. You do know the direction to the kitchen, don't you? Oh, it's not hard, and I think he's smart enough to learn, said Katie. She didn't know where that came from, but she said it, and it felt so damn good, she couldn't deny it. She especially loved his shocked expression. Her back melted into the chair as she felt his hands smooth the knots on her ankle. This whole situation might be surreal, but she was having a lovely time with her girlfriend. Delicious cookies that she had actually made herself during the day, but that didn't matter now. And she had a good-looking man massaging her tired feet, albeit he looked like he wanted to be doing anything but... I could definitely get used to having this every week. You're really good at this, she declared as she looked down at him. Maddie, you've got to have this feeling I'm feeling. I would love that, said Madison. She looked down at Kevin again and gave her feet a shake to draw his attention to her. After you're done, do her next. Now wait a... Katie didn't let him finish. Sorry, but I think I almost heard you trying to object. That would be weird, saying you're my maid till I say otherwise. So, were you about to say something along the lines of you wouldn't do it? His jaw ground. No, that's a good girl. 
Madison snickered as she nibbled on the cookies before swallowing and adding, Maybe we should make him dance for us. I've always liked entertainment and dinner going together. Oh no, he's such a bad dancer. You would probably get indigestion, teased Katie. They laughed tauntingly. You can teach him, or maybe you'd like to sign him up for pole dancing classes. I know of a great instructor. He can be your blank canvas now, you know, suggested Madison. After you're done, get the bedroom ready. I've had such a long week and I think I've earned the rest time. Oh, definitely. Need to get that beauty sleep and all that, agreed Madison. Later, when she woke up, Katie had a mild hangover and remembered it was one of the reasons she avoided drinking wine. She sank back into the bed and moaned in contentment and thought. Spending on her sheets was one of the best decisions she ever made. Kevin had been annoyed at first, but the night came back to her and she jolted off the bed and opened the door to see Madison just about to knock. Hey, you're up. Breakfast is ready. I was not sure if you wanted to eat before taking a shower. Um, I'll shower first. But breakfast? Did you cook? Madison squinted at her. Why would I do that when I'm milking my hotel experience as much as I can? The maid cooked, silly. Well, just waffles and there was quite a mess when she finished but they did turn out well she chuckled oh yes our new maid said katie go take your shower and come downstairs i've made some improvements in your maid that i can't wait to show you said madison before descending the stairs towards the kitchen i guess it wasn't a dream after all suddenly she giggled to herself feeling light and free. Oh, he's going to be so pissed off. He was in the kitchen doing the dishes and came out when she called him from the sitting room. Kevin had always worn his hair long and could pass off the look of a skinny but just as hot version of Jason Momoa. His long hair was now held up in a neat bun on top of his head. His French maid outfit was off, and in its place, a pretty sunflower yellow dress and a pair of Katie's clip-on earrings glittered on his earlobes. And Katie wasn't even sure how Madison had managed to have his feet fit in a pair of low-heeled, open-toed casual sandals. She had even done his makeup subtly, but with bright red lipstick and dark eyeliner, that made his eyes positively pop. (laughs) He wasn't frowning this morning, but she couldn't mistake the daggers his eyes threw at Madison, who pointedly ignored him unless she wanted to give him some form of order that she couldn't seem to run out of. So that was Raina Means Queen with the story turnabout. Um, Obviously, just an outstanding job reading it. Pretty simple story, not that different from quite a few of my stories, but one I definitely enjoy, and I, I think uh, Raina adds something to it just with her delivery. 
Um, I hope you're having just an amazingly good Valentine's Day. I uh, actually have to take care of that in a, in a moment. I have kind of a, a long distance thing going on, which is kind of exciting to me. So anyway, uh, I hope you're having a wonderful week. And uh, I'll be back next week. I, I hope you will be too. Take care.